love you so much. All the leaders um, that are listening to this love you tremendously. I was I heard the other day that there's a lot of folks that kind of tune in uh, to this. You know, we initially started this just to serve our own serve team. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're trying to be intentional about developing leaders and not just yeah. uh, followers of people that want to hear something good, but really trying to uh, increase our leadership capacity. Yeah. So uh, anybody else that's tuning in, you're welcome to, but yeah. really Shoreline City, this is for you. Okay. <laughs> we, love, we love you a ton. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I started talking about this idea of, of emotional capacity yeah. and, awesome. and us uh, expanding and yeah. increasing that. And I want to continue uh, with that a little bit more today. Uh, and I have a few different scriptures. Acts chapter 5, uh, verse number 41. Let me grab it here. Acts chapter 5, uh, verse 41. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace Whoa. for the name. <laughs> How about this verse to mess with you and uh, make yeah. you realize you're you're worthless? Uh, no, you're not. You're not worthless. You're you're worth the cross. That's really what you are. And me too. Uh, but you read a verse like that and you're like, really? I mean, they left rejoicing because they were counted worthy to suffer is a word. Disgrace is another word for the name. And that name we know is the name Jesus. Yeah. I, I I read this and I, I, again, we're talking about increasing our emotional capacity. And I was trying to think how could they respond hmm. to such pressure yeah. in such a high level way? Hmm. Like how could they go through what they went through huh. and, and still respond in a way that would inspire that would not tear them down. Because if if we're honest, how many of us, if we suffered disgrace, we we run and hide, Uh, we'll be on Facebook or Instagram telling everybody our feelings, uh, trying to get people to feel sorry for us, how long we're gonna stay in that cycle, and how many people are we gonna share like, oh man, you know what happened to me, and what's going on with me, or we don't share it all, we don't really say anything, we just stop showing up to stuff. Uh, We used to be a leader, but we're not really showing up to serve, and we used to be engaged, we're not gonna be as engaged anymore, or it happens in our marriages all the time, we kind of begin to get disconnected from our spouse emotionally, uh, our roommates, we just begin to detach ourselves from community. And I just was thinking about this and I I was wondering why in the world, how in the world were they able to respond like this? And I think it does have something to do with, not everything, but something to do with this idea of emotional capacity. I think something was was large enough on the inside of them that when when this came at them, it did not rock them. It didn't shake them. It didn't push them off of their foundation. And I was was kind of thinking and praying about it. And here's the question I I was asking myself. What did they expect? What did they expect? That's so good. Because what they expect and what you and I expect has everything to do with whether or not we're disappointed in any given situation that we are in. So I'm thinking these disciples, they were thinking about Jesus. They weren't thinking about themselves. I think they looked at their savior, their leader, 
the one that they put their ultimate trust in and they said wait jesus went through this yeah come on i think they remembered the cross I think they remembered the beating. I think they remembered the betrayal. I think they remembered everybody uh, jeering and yelling and spitting. I think they remembered all of that and said, whoa, whoa, our savior went through this. So since our savior went through it, why would we think we would go through anything different? But in our day and age, that's not how we think. In our day and age, we think because our Savior went through pain, we never have to. Because our Savior went through the cross, we don't have one to bear. Because our Savior took stripes, we don't have to take any stripes. But my friends, that's not accurate at all. Matter of fact, Jesus says the exact opposite. He's like, every day, take up your cross. Take up your cross. Now, is this a message that you have to suffer all the days of your life and you're going to hate your life? No, 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 no. That's not what this is about. This is not what this is about at all. Uh, we're going to get to some of the good part in just a second. But I want us to understand that a part of the process of development for any follower of Jesus, the cross is always an essential piece yeah. of that development. Yeah. There has never been a time in Christ Christendom where Christians have been able to develop and circumvent the cross. Yeah. You always have to go through it. You always have to die upon it. You always have to bring yourself to it. And self never wants to die. Self never wants to give up. Self never wants to go lower. Self always wants to get bigger and make more of itself. But Jesus says, you got to kill that self. Now there's resurrection on the other side of it, but you have to go through this. And sometimes God allows life to kill that self. That's on the inside of us. If you and I would be willing, to get a better picture of Jesus, yes. I think we can have better expectations yes. about what we would walk through in life. So I'm, I'm again, I'm looking at these guys and I think they just looked at Jesus. They said, my leader went through it, so I will too. If you ever look at anybody who is gonna get a business off the ground, lead anything significant, they always go through, beep. <laughs> It's true. Every time. It's true. I don't know anyone that's done anything significant and hasn't gone through some type of pain and difficulty. Every leader I know, every single one, I don't care if it's church, I don't care if it's a mom's day out, I don't care if it's in advertisement, I don't care if it's an insurance, I don't care what it's in. Every single time anybody wants to develop and go to another level, it requires a level of sacrifice, death, pain, struggle. It's inherent in growth and development. It just is part of it. But we sanitize so many things yeah, wow. and we act as if here's, here's another verse here's another verse let me go oh, let me go first peter first peter chapter 4 verse 12 dear friends do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal wow. that has come on you to test you wow. as though something strange were happening to you but rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. First Peter chapter four, verses 12 through 13. I'm talking about increasing our emotional capacity. 
what are you expecting? Or do you, when people expect to get a microphone and I expect to lead worship and it doesn't happen and they don't have the emotional capacity to understand that you have to go through a process of development, a process of maturing, a process of us even getting to know you before we're ever going to put a microphone in your hand. Uh, if you don't understand that process, you think you're owed something and now, now you're upset and want to leave a church because you didn't get something that you're owed. How come I'm not leading this team? Don't they know my gifts? Don't they know I'm God's gift? Don't they know? And I'm just trying to talk to all of our leaders here for just a second to say it's part of your development. Part of your development is being overlooked. Part of your development is feeling forgotten at times. Part of your development is feeling like you're on the shelf. Part of your development is I've got more on the inside of me that I can give, but I'm not able to give it right now. That's part of your development. Part of your development is go, oh, this is not about me. It's about him. It's not about my gifts per se. It's about his call. It's not about my name being lifted up, but it's about Jesus Christ being, being lifted up. And in order for us to grow here, you have to expand what that expectation, that entitlement has to be stripped away. So now we can step more fully into who God is calling us to be. My last verse, I'm all done here. Hebrews chapter 12, I already quoted, I don't want to read it. For the, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy, can everybody say joy for just a second? <laughs> who for the joy set before him endured the cross scorning at shame, and then sat down at the right hand of God the Father. That's the process, my friends. That, that, that's part of the journey, okay? And what I have found in my own life is it's cyclical. Depending on the next level that God is taking me to, I go to another level of death, and then I go through another level of pain, I go through another level of struggle, but then it's for the joy set before me. So I'm, gonna, I'm willing to go through whatever I need to go through with my kids, or with my family, or with the church. It's for the joy set before me. I'm not going to stay stuck on the cross forever. There's always resurrection with Jesus every single time, but we have to go through that cross piece. So if you and I cannot think, whoa, what's happening here? Oh my gosh, I'm so shocked. No, don't be shocked. It's part of the development process for every single one of us and will help us become who God is calling us to be. Let's increase our emotional capacity by understanding what we are actually owed. I love you guys so, so much.